and welcome to the Evil G Podcast, the official podcast of Hoffen Steam Decks. It's, ep- it's episode 129. <laughs> that no, it's not. It's episode 130. Uh, I had to do it. I, I, I finally get into PC gaming through a Steam Deck, and now that everyone owns a Steam Deck, it's a fucking idiot, apparently. Did, did you try it? No, you know what I have done though. I've sat with it under my chin and let the hot air blow on my chin because it's nice and warm. You know, you know if you're feeling a bit chilly, you put your steam deck under your chin and you get a nice wee hot breeze. But I haven't huffed it like some type of crack addict. <laughs> hey man, got any of those steam deck fumes? It's like what the fuck? Hey, some, some I will like the some thought. Chill. The thought crossed my mind, but I was like, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> Some people really like that, uh, that, that Steam Deck. <laughs> Don't know what is blowing out of them vents, but. Yeah. It, it, it's, I suppose we will discuss this later on, but it's bad when Valve have to put out a message and go, hey, everybody, God, stop that. It's not good for you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but there was literally nowhere else they could have put it because if they put it on the bottom people would have complained maybe they were getting burnt because you know people sort of sit with a handheld sort of at sort of chest level and the, the vents would be blowing down towards your crotch you can't put them on the sides because that's where your hands are so it had to go on the top of course that's you know if you're holding it it's going to go past your face but I don't know huffing it is the stupidest fucking idea I've ever heard of in my life <laughs> So it's like blowing directly into your face anyway. Well, if you're holding it like, you know, straight up to your fucking head, maybe. But like I say, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I'm holding a handheld, I hold it like a good, I don't know, eight to ten inches away from my face. Hmm. I don't, I don't hold the thing right up to my eyeballs. <laughs> I know I'm not the best vision, but I'm not that bad. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, there's times where you're putting it down. That, I think that's where I first noticed it. I think I was I was in the middle of something and I went to put it down to go get something. And I felt, as I was putting it down, I felt the breeze and I was like, Jesus, what's that? And I realized, I was like, oh, Jesus, there's a wee vent on the top of that. That's all the heat. Because I have to, I was thinking, this wee thing's playing this game. How the fuck is it doing this? And then, of course, then it's the vents and stuff. But I noticed it then, but I've not, like, thought, oh, I know, there's a vent. Let's snuff it. Jesus. Mm. Well. What's the chances it's kids as well? I'm not trying to be funny. But, you know, kids feel this breeze and they go, oh! Probably saw I'm someone doing it on... Fortnite. Probably saw someone do it on TikTok and they'll start doing it. Yeah. That's how that usually Aye. works. Yep, that that is how most kids work these days. If it's not on TikTok, they don't know how to do something. Remember when they all so. started eating fucking washing pods? Yeah. So what do you, what yeah. do you expect? Yeah, fuck's sake! Hey. Oh, there was that time they were all taking photographs of themselves on a railway track where there was when there was a train coming. It's like, yep, this is oh, going to go really fucking well. That's a sensible thing to do. Aye, aye. Fuck's okay. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, Stu, talk to me. Talk to me about Tekken Eight. <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing the demo, um, and it's. It's, I, I, I'm not going to lie, 
between Tekken 6 and 7, there wasn't that big of a jump, gameplay-wise. It just felt a bit crisper, a bit smoother, but it was pretty much the same game. I'm pretty sure some of the models and everything used were the same. Where Tekken 8, they have rebuilt this from the ground up using, what is it, Unreal 5, Rondi? Yes. So they've rebuilt it using Unreal 5, so it looks absolutely stunning to begin with. Um, and what they decided to do was to make Tekken reward aggressive players. So basically, the more aggressive you play, the more the game will sort of work in favor for you. It's not very, it's not a game that's very based on sort of defensive play. I've, I've noticed that straight off the bat, which will be very good because people always say that King is meant to be a defensively played character and I play him all wrong. <laughs> where now it's like, well, fuck you, I was playing him right the whole time. Ha ha ha. So. <laughs> so, uh, looking forward to actually because in the demo you only get uh, Paul, Jin, Kazuya, and Nina, uh, but you can face the whole roster through the the different We Arcade modes and things like that, that that they give you access to. So you can you can see how some of them play out. Um, so last night I was actually playing against King in one of the week online or not, on the week offline tournament. There's no online in the demo, which is fair enough. They've done their they've done their contest, mm-hmm. so they're okay. Um, but I was playing against King, and I just, I just, I've deliberately said, right, I'm just going to actually not do anything and see what he does here. And uh, he has some nice new fucking stuff. Um, he's got like this wee sprint that he'll do, but he will sprint at you and then go into a grab. So, right. <laughs> yeah, so that seems like that'll be fun. <laughs> just running at people and grabbing them. <laughs> like, grabbing's King's thing, like, so, you know, how do you yeah. make a grappler a bit more fur? Have him run at you. So, um, that'll be good to see but it looks fantastic players like I say there's this whole new thing called a, they call it the, the heat system but basically what it is is certain moves that would normally knock your opponent flying your character automatically you've no control over this your character will then just run in and close the gap again to keep the, the sort of fight nose to nose basically so it is a very close it's a very close facing game there's not a lot of there's not well, not that you would get zoners in Tekken anyway, because there's none. There's no sort of fireballs or special moves or anything like that. Mm. But this is going to be very nose to nose combat. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't as excited for Tekken Eight as I was for say MK and Street Fighter Six, because like I said, the last two Tekkens, actually five, six, and seven. I'm not even going to lie, five, six, and seven have all been kind of similar. There hasn't been big changes throughout them. Um, whereas it. There is a big, big change now. So this actually feels very different. So mm. actually very, very excited about this now. So I will get be getting this pre-ordered and bought on day one. When is that out? That's early next year, isn't it? Ah, it's like it's like the first two weeks of January or something. Like maybe the first three weeks. I might be the twentieth or twenty-first. Hang on, hang on. I've got a fucking computer in front of me. Uh, talks amongst yourselves. Um, oh, Jesus. I, um, I, I, I'm I, always, why am I searching uh, January? Jesus. I, don't know. <laughs> I just started searching the month of January. Uh, 26th of January. Ah, right. Not long to go then. Hmm. I, I always I'm like on. playing the, the Titan games because they're so easy to get into, more so than Eliza Street Fighter or MK. Who was your character again? Askaza? Asuka, yeah. Yeah, Asuka is back. She is? Good. Um, yeah, Asuka and June, actually, so that'll be interesting. Hey. Asuka was very June-esque. Yeah. 
I've played Tekken Sweet Junior. I've been on and off um, mm. with playing Tekken's, but it was the last, well, since Asuka was introduced, what would that have been? Five? Five. Um, yep. Yeah, I played all those ones, and, and that was my go-to character. And I know that you were saying, uh, to look at that, I was like, oh, she's not in this yet. What, what am I going to do? You're like, yeah. June, basically mm. the same. <laughs> Very true. Uh, you've kind of got everyone you would expect to be there. Um, they haven't left out any of like you would call the the main cast. Like, mm. So you have Paul, you have Law, you have you know Tazuya and Jin, you have Brian, you have Yoshimitsu. I mean, you've you've got Dragonoff. He's been a very popular guy since five. Um, Lily's back, Ling, uh, Lisha, you like say Nina. Uh, Alisa's back. She's remember the robot doll with the chainsaw arms. Yes, she's very, she's very popular. Is that um, Lucky Chloe? Fuck what back? No, no Lucky Good. Chloe. Thankfully, Good. Uh, <laughs> fucking uh, that character. Yes, yeah, she was a and huge would always hole. fucking use her and say, "Go away, that." Um. Steve Fox, I enjoy playing Steve Fox as well. I'm a big fan of him, so I'm glad he's back. Punchy man. Uh, he's, he's the most unique Tekken character ever, because if you press a kick button, he just dodges, and it's like, yep, no kicks, I'm a boxer. A couple of new people as well. Um, Rina, uh, Az- I can't even pronounce it, Azucina, Azucina, and Victor, who is a French guy that is fucking armed to the teeth with guns and swords and everything, <laughs> and you're like, right. And he can she- teleport? This this fucking uh, this tournament doesn't have many rules, does it? No, uh, well, Hihachi's dead, you see, so the rules are out the window now. <laughs> it's king of my fist. Uh, he he kept it, you know. He kept it with, as much as he was a madman. He was all, "Hey lads, we we need rules here." Where Kazuya is all, "Ah, fuck you, I'm the devil. I I'm having a tournament of lunatics now." So but, is uh, he dead though? Hihachi, oh, there's no way he's there's been no dead way. before. <laughs> Yeah, he's been dead like three times. <laughs> um, they did say, oh no, that that's the end of Hayachi, and then apparently this is bringing an end to Jun or Jin and Kazuya. It's like, lads, there'll be DL if they're not in the base game, they'll always be DLC, because they're some of the most popular Tekken characters ever. That would be like getting rid of, I don't know. Ryu? <laughs> I'd I, I be like getting rid of Ryu. <laughs> Hihachi's been there since... Actually, it'd be like getting rid of Bison. There you go. Fucking mm. Hihachi has been there since day one. He's the first original boss. He became a playable character. He's literally M. Bison. You always need to have M. Bison. And everyone says, oh, but Bison's dead this time. He's like, ah, but he fucking shows up every time, so piss off. So, he'll be there. Um, uh, I know what kind of I find silly. They always introduce uh, the new Jack as a new character. It's like, <laughs> oh, new character, Jack 8. And it's like, it's Fucking Jack, come on. <laughs> Same old Jack. Don't, don't, nah, don't try to pull that wool over my eyes. It's fucking Jack still. Um, and then, other than that, I don't know why they still do this. Kuma and Panda are now two separate characters. Right. Yeah. Were they two separate characters in s- 7? I think they were as well. They've started doing this since Seven, Kuma and Panda are separate instead of just being palette swaps. I don't know if they fight very differently. Hmm. 
I really maybe don't know. Maybe they've changed up some things to to make them fight differently. Yeah. Obviously, Kuma and Panda very very popular. I was hoping that maybe Roger or Alex would be back, but no sign of them. Always enjoyed Roger and Alex. Uh, obviously, Harawong's back. Um, <laughs> the fucking disdain in your voice. Ah, oh. well, do you know who's not there? There's no fucking Eddie. <laughs> no Eddie, or uh, what about your woman? That's also Eddie. Oh yeah, nope, nope, she's not there either. I... Fuck you. So I can deal with one of them at least. You know, to be fair, if I had to choose any of them, it would be Harawong. He's the one you can deal with the most. Fucking Eddie fighting on his ass, and you're like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to hit this guy? So, but yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Enjoyed the demo. Looks fantastic. Plays really, really well. Rounds can literally be like fucking five, six seconds if you get stuck in really quick. You know, Tekken's always been a very fast game anyway. Mm. Um, so they haven't changed anything there. So yeah, I am very much, very, very, very looking forward to this now. Like I say, I wasn't overly excited compared to like a week ago. Whereas now I'm like, fuck yeah, bring on Tekken 8. It's been a good year for fighting games. It definitely has. I read that there's a lot more uh, like accessibility stuff in this one. Yeah, so they, you can turn it on in the demo. I didn't. I probably should look muck around and see what it actually does. Um, but yeah, it's very similar. They're doing like this the Street Fighter Six thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Where, as far as I can tell, you hold a a button down. So say you held L one. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, some of the fucking Tekken moves are absolutely crazy with their inputs. It's like eighth of a circle, then neutral, and then diagonal down and punch. And that's how you do the big dragon uppercuts. Yeah. Uh, well, now you can just hold L1 and press square, and Kazoo, you'll just do the uppercut. Right. So it's kind of like it won't do your combos for you, but it will let you do the crazy special moves with so, a touch of a button. I don't. I don't think Asuka has any moves like that anyway. But um, like I never have a, uh, much of a problem doing combos in Tekken, but I would never even attempt them sort of input based ones. I'm just. I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I'm not good at that shit. I. Like I say, the only reason I can do that is because I had Tekken tag for six months with no memory card, so I had nothing but Tekken to play. So I thought, <laughs> well, I'm going to figure out everything in this game. So yeah, I learned to do all the big dragon uppercuts and shit, so that's the only reason I can do it. But it is bonkers how, you know, someone came up with this idea of a, an input. Like, not even a quarter circle, eighth of a circle, then neutral, and then diagonal down. It's madness. But, um, yeah, it's that type of idea. I think there is another one for combos, but I didn't even look at that. And then, like I say, the other wee thing they have, um, you can do this in the demo, it's called Arcade Quest. And it's like its own wee story mode, but you are playing someone in this wee world, who goes to Tekken tournaments. So, like, you go into a wee virtual arcade and you chat to everybody and they'll, you know, they challenge them and you'll sit down at your wee arcade. It's kind of like, you know, the Street Fighter 6 online? Yeah. But, like, a wee story mode version of that. <clears throat> that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, so you're in, like, this wee club and then some asshole from another club's all, oh, you guys are all fucking jobbers, I'll take you all on. And you're all, hey, we're just here to have fun. That sounds a wee bit oddly familiar. <laughs> <laughs> We're just here to have fun, and you're coming in here like Billy Big Bollocks. What the fuck, man? Chill out. Yeah, it sounds like this, fucking... this story will speak to me. 
um but yeah yeah in the demo that's the thing and then once you play that for a while you then get to do the the ghost battles which is basically you know your endless arcade modes and Mm. obviously you've got all the uh you've got all the customization of your characters and stuff it's all there so yeah more tagging um apparently the the online netcode as well they're using is going to be phenomenal so because that was the one big problem i had with Tekken sevens online jesus it was it could be dodgy trying to get an online game that was stable uh, yeah hopefully they've got it figured out for for this one yeah hope so hope so uh, but you looking forward to coming soon then <laughs> oh i would not you know what that would be the perfect way to finish off next year like street fighter mk tekken and soul caliber all in the same year because it wasn't that long ago we already had a King of Fighters. Although, did you see, quickly off subject here, they they done a re-release of King of Fighters 13 on the PS4 stroke 5. Right. So, 13 is the last of the... Um, Sprite-based? Sprite. Yeah. And they've added in all this new stuff to it. Uh, and it's got all this new net code. Because, again, that's what everyone complained about. King of Fighters 13 looked amazing, but played shite online. Um and it's only like fifteen pound. I'm not gonna lie; I was half tempted just because it's such a gorgeous game. Have <laughs> you not got enough fighting games? <laughs> I know, but you know me. If something looks pretty, I'm like, oh. Like, funny I you should Skullgirls three times alone for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that. That leads us in nicely to what I've been playing because I did exactly that thing again, where it's like. <laughs> just saw what a thing looks like i was like i have to buy this i don't know how it plays but i'm buying this um so i got a, a game that came out last week called cookie cutter oh yeah 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 seen this um hand-drawn really nice animation uh crazy cartoony art style um and it's a metroidvania so i was like okay yep. sign me up let's go um and uh yeah I'm, I'm liking it so far the definitely the best thing about it is the art style um i will say that um mm. like it, it's just it's hard to describe like it's almost like sort of modern cartoony maybe a bit like an indie comic mm. type of cartoony art style and it's very sort of edgy in, in its uh, in its writing uh, and and stuff. Uh, so in this game, you play as an android called Cherry, um, and you're trying to rescue your creator. And this world, uh, you're you're in some big superstructure thing in space. There's an evil corporation doing stuff mm. and creating robots and all and they they kidnap your um kidnap your creator who used to work for them um and you basically have to go rescue her and it's a metroidvania from then you know how this works uh sort of open yep. 2d world you're sort of blocked off from areas until you get certain abilities to let you access them um and it plays 
Well, a lot of the mechanics are very much like uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah, so yeah. just that's a quick question, actually, because I was meant to ask earlier and I was coughing away and I had my mic muted, sorry. Um, <laughs> is it procedurally generated or is it set map? No, I think it's a set map. Sweet, sweet. Oh, if it's a Metroidvania, it would have to be. Well, no, it yeah. doesn't actually, doesn't. what am I talking about? No, there's, uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure there, there's examples of procedural generated Metroidvanias. Just can't think of any. Yeah, it, there you go. Um. So yeah, that, that it really does remind me of Hollow. Do you ever play Hollow Knight? No, but I hear nothing but great things about it. It's uh, another Metroidvania hand drawn, and is very very good. Um. The so so you, the combat works as you have a basic attack, and then you have a special attack. Uh which changes based on what weapon you equip. You know, the first one you find is uh, uh, a big fist, and I've just got one that's a... Uh, it's a guitar, and you hit people with a guitar. But using right. using your weapon uses up uh, this meter, uh, and your basic attack charges up that meter, and then you can do, uh, like, finishers on... If you get uh, the enemy's health bars down enough, you get an opportunity to do a finisher, and that gives you a big chunk of the... Uh, the meter back so it's all about um you know using your your special attacks to do the real damage and then just keeping that meter charged up with uh doing loads of basic hmm. attacks and, and finishers um which that's pretty much how hollow knight works as well then you can also use that meter to heal so if you hold down uh you'll charge up your health using that meter which again, that's oh, nice. that's in Hollow Knight as well. Um, and then there's this sort of uh, system where you can, like, you find different like buffs and stuff and upgrades um, that you can switch out with each other. But you've got like a a capacity, so like you've got so many points you can spend. Um, uh, and like you know, a uh, uh, upgrade to your health might cost you know three energy, and then you'll have that on. And if you have a total of four energy, you've one left to spend. You might put that into you know something like uh, you know making the parry window longer or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's very like uh, like near automata's um, system where you had all these different chips you could plug in to give yourself different abilities and stuff. Uh, and you could, you know, you can upgrade your capacity for those as you go. Um, yeah, the the yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Like the, the combat is very fast uh, and frank frantic at, at points. Um, there is a parry which I don't really like using because it just feeds slightly off to me. Um, right, like there's a a visual like light up thing when the enemy's about to attack and it just feels like it's like I'm hitting it and it's just not, it's just ignoring mm. me. And then if there's multiple enemies there and they're all sort of attacking in sequence and like, you don't get a chance if you get stuck in there. Um, so I uh, find it better just to dodge like fuck and, yeah. uh, um, just keep moving as much as possible. Um, and take things out, try and get them down enough to get the finisher, get the finisher, um, 
And it's just some of the, the enemies' recovery as well is weird because you have air juggles in this, so you can juggle enemies, which is really fun. But sometimes you'll juggle them up and they'll land like ready, like they have no recovery when they land out of your juggle. So you're what? still coming down and they're charging up an attack and you're like, fuck, well, I'm about to get hipped. I'm, I'm taking this chin. <laughs> And I just find that, but I, I've just unlocked the the air dash, so hopefully that should uh, put an end wow. to that bollocks. Nice. Um. So yeah, it seems like it's it's probably going to be one of the. I find this with a lot of Metro uh The more you play it, the more fun it's going to get as you unlock more abilities. Um, That's a sign of a good Metroidvania, though. I like if you take Bloodstain for example. See at the end of that game you're just fucking flying about like nothing normal and if you watch videos on yep. this it looks like it, it it will head that way as well but yeah mm -hmm. the 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 art style though is fucking striking it, it's very well animated uh very smooth um it, it did catch my eye this week i have to admit it popped up and i was all Ooh, what the fuck's this <laughs> mm, I, I, I see you'd you'd enjoy it Hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, the Metroidvania. It's hard to go wrong. Yeah, it's as long as as long as you make it right. Um, because like you said, the likes of Bloodstained and all, I remember loving them. And uh, another hand drawn Metroidvania I'm a big fan of is the uh, Guacamole. So mm. if it's hand drawn, and it's a Metroidvania. You've definitely got my attention. I've never actually played that one. Guacamole. Hmm. Oh, it's, I'd call that one Wrestlevania. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's, there's two of those as well. I'm and pretty sure. fucking amazing. I've played through both of them, and they are absolutely fantastic. Because unlike other Metroidvanias, the big difference in Guacamelee is it's all about combos. And, like, certain enemies will only be resist or will only take damage from certain attacks but you can, it's not like they just whiff if you miss so you beat the shit out of them and then say this particular enemy can only be defeated by a pile driver you have to build up your meter so you're battering and then you'll hit him with a big pile driver and then he explodes everywhere and then his explosions will hurt other enemies and shit like that so i think that's what i loved about it every enemy had their different weaknesses and stuff plus just fucking frog splashing and suplexing and pile driving and all wrestling stuff in a metroidvania it was brilliant <laughs> That does sound it's pretty fucking, good. And it's it's all it's all lucha as well. So you know me. If it's a lucha door, you've got my attention. Yeah, I I really should look into that one. Um or link games. But yeah, the you'll see from uh the, like screenshots and videos of this, the, the art is it's standout, like everything just looks mm. so um just looks so good uh, and, and detailed um and the the character designs are very unique like the, the designs the the robots are all sort of like half falling apart and all and, um yeah it, do, it does look fantastic uh um, quick question is the soundtrack good um has it stood out to you no not really okay no no <laughs> but I'm, I, I, but, I'm not that far into it though, um, but there's nothing that's made me, you know, sit up and go, "Ooh!" Uh, like the uh, Senate, but um, yeah, it's definitely worth uh, 
worth a look if you yeah if you like all of the above the hand-drawn metro yep. metroidvania that's incredibly violent and curses a lot uh I mean, and ha- yeah. has has an edgy attitude <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I love the design of uh, the main character as well, uh, Cherry, because it's not like your she's not like your typical video game heroine. She's she's very uh, like you see the way she's drawn. Like she's got these big, massive fucking hips. <laughs> it looks mad, um, but yeah, it's a uh, good game. In my opinion, I, I will definitely have to look into that one. Definitely looks up my street. Mm. Um, right. So I guess, I guess we go on the news then. Hmm. And this, no, that's about it. Not much news because it's December. Yeah, it's uh, getting that time of year. Yeah. Uh, but I guess we'll just start off with, uh, remember that uh, Last of Us live game <laughs> that Naughty Dog was working on and was Do you uh, have that? Delayed. Do you have that, uh, do you have that wee sound bite for when something fails? <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't even. Ah, uh, well, really we know what we mean. That's a stupid idiot turkey tournament. There, that, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, right, so th- this has been cancelled, officially. Yep. By Naughty Dog themselves, they were like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, um, it obviously wasn't playing out for them. Uh, they have said they, they didn't want to become solely live service game studio, so obviously this was getting in the way of other things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they were like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> um, well, that's the thing. Um, the, the original Last of Us had a multiplayer mode, didn't it? Yeah. And nobody gave a fuck. And I think it was just like a basic sort of everyone shoot each other sort of thing, wasn't it? I or don't know. I, I never... I, 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 I could be mixing that up because I might be thinking of um, Uncharted's multiplayer. That was more like a... Uh, was that not like a, a, a co-op wave-based thing? I think there was a PvP one as well. Oh, shit. Okay. But I was back when like everything had to have a multiplayer mode. Uh true, true. I mean fucking Tomb Raider games have multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, what are we doing here? That's when the multiplayer was sort of stitched on the games. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, uh, is is this a popular game series? Get a live game. Yeah. That's but, it. Uh, yeah, I think the uh the Steam on like live games is starting to run out. Yep. Um, and you've got your heavy hitters and that's it they're your front runners and there's no point trying to fucking compete with them yeah it's going to be hard to, to sort of add anything else to that even those heavy hitters like the likes of Destiny is you know no one everyone's getting sick of that and, mm. um, you've got on, on the Fortnite side they're, they're like oh we put games inside our game please come back Aye. You know, think about the Lego thing. They put racing in there, um, which is really weird. Uh, it's like uh, these are just other games. This is important. It's just another game inside Fortnite. Yeah, didn't uh, they? 
do like Rocket League or something recently? Yeah, the Rocket League developers made a racing game. Oh, is that what it was? But it's inside Fortnite? It's inside Fortnite and then they're charging like a 20 quid for a car or some shit. Get fucked. Oh yeah, they put Rock Band in it as well, but a shitty version of Rock Band. Oh, Jesus Christ. So basically, Fortnite is, is the ultimate shovelware game. And they're they're not even trying to hide it anymore. But the they ripped off um, Among Us a while back, sure. Yeah. So basically, what they're ripping off, well, like that's how Fortnite was. Well, it's not how it was born, but yeah. that's how it got its start. It's like they saw PUBG yeah. and they went, "We'll do that as well." Yep. Um, and they so now they're they're looking at Roblox, um, <sighs> like. Oh, we can we can do that. We can make this whole metaverse thing. Uh, except we'll go and we'll buy Insomniac and put or not Insomniac. Um, what do you call the fucking rock band developer? Harmonics. Uh, Harmonics. Uh. Oh, and get them to do rock band in there, and then we'll get we'll buy. Didn't they buy the Rocket League people? Yeah, they did. I think so. Uh, and get them to do racing, which is apparently incredibly boring. They tried Weird. to buy. Inner Sloth, the guys that made Among Us. And they turned oh, them down. They, uh, good job, because they probably sold or shut down or all sacked by now. Um, uh, they, they turned them down. Now, so they went out and got the Lego license because, you know, uh, the, the kids love that Minecraft. Let's put Lego. Yeah, uh, true. It's, it seems to me as like that's all Epic do now is they take other people's ideas. And yep. You know, they put them in Fortnite because Fortnite's still stupidly popular and it'll, it'll like, means you'll get uptake on these things and it'll get uh, new people, or but laps players back in. Mm. But it, it's it's a bit weird that the, the biggest bump to their player base recently has been the introduction, not introduction, the reintroduction of the original map. Oh yeah, that fucking hell, that was in headlines everywhere. Mm, everyone went fucking crazy for that. Um, we said, you know, they'll they'll get rid of it again, and then that's that's like the uh, in case of emergency move. Mm. Um, but yeah, Last of Us is no longer getting a live service. Um, I don't think anyone really cares because that is not what the Last of Us is about. Since it's like no. one of those games where it's all like incredibly story driven and that's why people play it no one's playing last of us because they're like oh, i love this action except for me yeah yeah <laughs> well i've always said that the punch-ups were fucking incredible i always enjoyed the first fighting in the first one but um like it's, as you look at anything that as you said it gets popular and they'll stick a live game on it and i'm so glad to see because Naughty Dog are a big studio. I'm glad to see them put their fucking hands up and go, nah, fucking get rid of this. We want to do what we do best. Because the big rumor is, and I don't know if this is true, but there's rumors that they might be doing a Jack and Dak. Baxter? Yeah. Aye. Uh, um, that this, would be... This, I know this has been circling for a while, but apparently this is what they, they want to do, something a bit different. So they want to go back and do something a bit sillier. So I don't know if you cut out there, but all I got was a new Jack and Dax. And I was like, Harwood? Oh, sorry. I call it Jack and Dax. So oh, I, do, right. I, do, I don't call it 
I don't call it Jack and Daxter. I call it Jack and Dax. Sorry. Jack and Dax Harwood. That's the game I want. My family. You have to save Dax's family from being burnt alive by the House of Black. Um, uh, I guess we'll continue talking about thing games that no longer are being made. Um, so t- then as the closure of that new studio, which was making the time split, were they calling them Free Radical? They were Free Radical. It was literally yeah. David Doak and Stephen Ellis were head of the studio. So they yeah, were so Free Radical. They got shot last we, week. Yeah. Oh. What we didn't know, which was very interesting though, was that Embracer obviously bought them, set up the studio and turned around and says, right, make us a fortnight using the time splitter's name mm. and free radical went uh no no <laughs> because no we, we, what? we don't that's do a, that it's a terrible terribly short-sighted uh, well, well like we can see that now you know we just talked about you know yeah. sony the biggest fucking thing uh stopping the development of uh, their live game so doing this as a live game would have been very silly it would have been a fucking disaster and i get you know yourself they've obviously just looked at the time splitters artwork and went hey that's like an old fortnight we should make that and obviously doke and ellis i don't know how they had the sway on this but they just went no we're making time splitters too we're remaking it it's gonna be class and embracer with all their money just went i all right then and then close them down because they're cunts yep they were showing off all the artwork and all, which looked class. Don't know if you've seen any of the artwork, but some of it looked I did, absolutely uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I like, took a look at it. Um, they were showing my favorite level too from Time Splitters 2, the fucking Wild West level. That's still my favorite level. You have to bust the doll out of prison and all, and then you, <laughs> you do the fucking robbery, and then you blow the fucking bridge up at the end, and all. I was like, yeah, and never going to say. Well, I don't know what'll happen. Maybe... Maybe someone out there will go, hey, Free Radical, we're back together. Maybe we should do something with that, but mm. I doubt it. I think it's it's just one of those things. Time, I'm not trying to be funny here, but I, but I think time has passed on time splitters. It's just one of those ones I'll always go back to and play the original. Because I still can, because, you know, it's out there yeah. and it's still awesome. Do you get what it got in each reaction? So, so they're saying it was going to be like mostly time splitters too, and you would have had some... Uh, Future perfect, Future perfect stuff in there as well. Mm. Um, two and three are regarded as the best. Well, two is regarded as the best, and then three, and then one. But then to be fair, one wasn't even a fucking fully made game. One was made in like nine months to coincide with the launch of the PS2, and they somehow yeah. still made a pretty cool, competent game. But uh, two, yeah, I mean, it was just a deathmatch thing, but you with bots, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Uh, it was the, the split screen with bots was the big thing. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard to ask me because I fucking love Time Splitters too. You'd need to ask maybe, I don't know, go out and find your average 20 year old and go, Hey, would you fancy playing a game where every level was set in a different time period? Every level had different guns, different enemies. You weren't just fighting the same thing over yeah, and over and over again. Uh, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, really like there's, there's nothing much else like it. No. To to this this day, um, 
literally every level because i always love the idea that you know one minute you're in the fucking past with your silence pistol pretending you're james bond and then you're in a fucking zombie filled horror mansion and it's like there's no way you get that in other games as you say it was one of a kind and i i don't know if it would have had the traction yeah. i really don't because how do you they, compete with the big names i know but they they were like um talking about interesting things from of what they plan to do for the, the single player at least um like it wasn't going to be a straight remake uh so mm. so they were like so you play as um the guy cortez yep the original they, they were going to switch that out to be uh corporal hart instead and what if she was the one that Ooh. goes through goes through the the portal and, and instead of him um so they were definitely going to change stuff up um to be a bit different, and it's uh, <clears throat> you, you have the in those screenshots. There, there are some character models for well, both of them are in there. Hmm. Um, some very cool looking characters. Again, I can see that art style. I can see a lot of people seeing that art style and going, "Oh, it's Fortnite." It's like, no. To be fair, I think Fortnite kind of just copied Time Splitters. Well, not copied, but. Sort of went. Hey, let's go for a cartoony look. Uh, it's a it's a Splitters comic. The first game to do yeah. that. Time Slayer is very comic booky, uh, like the comic books of the time. Like uh, again, like I was saying with uh, with Cookie Cutter, it, it was going for like an indie comic look. Mm. You know, like you know, Top Cow style stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, whereas Fortnite's more. Well, Fortnite doesn't even have its own art style now. It's no. just a fucking mess. <laughs> like, um, but it was very much like, uh, you know, I guess Saturday morning cartoon type type thing going on. Mm. Um, so we had BMS. I, I, I know I'm probably late to this discussion. This is completely off topic. Was I, I just happened to be watching one of uh, Jeff Gerson's streams and he was playing the uh, uh, new Call of Duty. Uh, Modern Warfare 3, 2. Oh, yes. Is this <laughs> why you brought this up today? Yeah, yeah. And I was just watching him play. I kept noticing, like, he would get someone, they'd appear on a screen, and he couldn't shoot right away, because, like, it, obviously everything skins, so you can have, like, mm -hmm. you can have a Snoop Dogg on either team. And the only thing, yeah. the only way you can tell whose team you're on is by the indicator above the head with a name what color that is but it takes a second to pop up so you're not shooting as soon as yeah you know like older shooters just like one one team's the americans and the other team's the nazis it's pretty fucking easy yeah. to tell who's who at a glance yeah. now we need big fucking is it red or is it blue above the head mm. um it, it seems like uh, it, it's sacrificing like like modern shooters, I got seem to be sacrificing something in the gameplay and the the way, just the game, um, yeah, like the way you can't play the game minute to minute, just so they can sell you skins of other stupid stuff that you like that you can't see because it's a fucking first person game. Um, to me, um, that 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 that's just straight up bad game design though, because you think of Overwatch. At no mm. point were we ever confused who the enemy team was because they'd done a great job of highlighting enemies. Like, your team looked like just the skins of the characters. 
the enemy team had like a reddish glow about them. So that yes. was at the moment you seen someone had a red somewhat glow that was just like fucking kill it. Yeah. But Whereas, they can't they, yeah. they can't do that in this game because it's supposed to be, you know, slightly tactical, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and highlighting everyone in you know, glowing fucking auras might you know, make it a bit too easy to pick people out. Um but then you know, the this way, like like if you can't see the entire character model, so if if someone's fucking legs are hanging out and you can just see legs, I don't know whose legs they are. I don't know if they're my team or someone else's. Because he kept going around corners and like when you're like really close and the fucking thing above their head is out of your screen, it's like you don't know. You just have to shoot anyway. And there were yeah. so many times where he'd be like run around a corner and shoot someone. It's like, oh, that's my team. It's lucky they don't. They just could not do friendly fire because it would be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's just uh, that's what everyone was complaining about with uh, Battlefield twenty forty two as well. You've done these characters with yeah. skins now, so you don't know. And it it is does have the same problem. It's like I don't know who's on my team. We're all 100%. wearing the same clothes. <clears throat> oh, that's a good segue. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's made in the Frostbite engine. Yes, um, it is. I just put a, put this in because I find I feel like EA is been doing a lot of stuff to try and not be so EA like recently. Um, mm. And they've uh, latest thing that they've done is they've rebranded their proprietary engine frostbite well they gave it a new logo um but what they've said is they are now allowing their studios in-house studios to use whatever engine they want now frostbite isn't going away um but they're not gonna require studios to use frostbite um beforehand it was like this is our engine you have to use it yeah and now they're like right you can use whatever engine you want and it's up to us to make frostbite the best choice um so that you want to use it um and i just thought that that's probably a good step in the right direction for ea um yeah it's not them sort of completely ditching the idea of their own engine but it's at the same time it's like if this thing isn't gonna fit because historically like so frostbite was created by dice specifically for battlefield and then we've got all these games that came out such as mass effect andromeda and anthem uh that had to use the frostbite engine and were worse off because of it because they had to sort of fucking you know square peg round hole it um because they're not first person. It still does. All of their sports games use Frostbite. Um, Mm. But you should could see that change. Um, Yeah, not not much else. I just thought, you know, point that out. Hey, look, EA did another good thing, I guess. Yep. (laughs) Um, Haven't talked about this in a while. All the Activision um, sexual discrimination bullshit. Oh, yeah. 
I, we uh, mentioned the last time we mentioned it, it was like that all disappeared. We haven't heard from it since. Yeah. Well, we're getting something now. They have decided to uh, settle the lawsuit for forty-four million, uh, which they're going to pay a bunch of women that they should have paid in the first place. Um, and it all comes to forty-four million. Um, I think they're still saying uh, no one found any evidence that of of this being uh, done. Uh, or, uh, or it being in any way systematic, systematic, but we're paying this, <laughs> uh, hmm. which is, uh, huh? um, yeah. So, uh, you got thirty six point eight five million of this, uh, which is it'll be shared out among everyone um, who were underpaid, and then seven point one million will cover their legal legal fees. Um, took a while. Hi. When now, did that, that was all. That was a couple of years ago. That all kicked off, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I think it was in twenty twenty. Jesus. Might have been before that, even. What has this anything to do with getting bought by Microsoft? Did they come in and say, "Right, be uh, done yeah, with this maybe. now"? But I guess it was probably ongoing longer than, than that. Um, yeah, people getting paid. By goddamn time. <laughs> um, where are we? Did we mention last week that E3 is dead? No, I think that happened just after we think, but um, I mean, to be fair, we, we've been talking about that for a while now, and it was kind of on its last breath and I, there hasn't even been an E3 in the last two years is there not? No so we haven't had one since of, since COVID so yeah it was kind of unofficially dead and now it's just officially dead I guess and then Jeff Keighley came in there to, to sort of to put the fucking nail in the coffin that's on its grave <laughs> <laughs> you gonna miss E3? ah <laughs> no, we live in an age where it's just not necessary anymore. It's not. No. Was back in the day, it was the big thing. It was the only place you would get your game news, other than magazines. Where you know things have changed now. It was just a big load of hassle for no reason, and everything yeah. was leaked before it anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what? <Well>, uh, <laughs> You miss some of those fucking shitty, like the the big. You no, know, they they sort of stopped doing them towards the end. But the the big the big stage shows, yeah. So Sony and Microsoft. Well, they sort of still do that to a point. Hmm. But like unveiling consoles at them and all. Um, God, jeez. <laughs> never forget E three oh, okay. is where where Microsoft absolutely shot themselves in the foot. Oh, how could anyone forget that? Hey? And then Sony scrambled to put together a, a, a whole new presentation focusing on the fact that, hey, you can play pre-owned games. I will never forget that. Uh, I always forget the guy's name, but he was like the was head that, of the indie. Uh, it was Adam Boyce. Uh, the big tall guy with the glasses? Yeah, blonde guy. Yeah, he made the video how to share PS4 games with your friends, and he's just that <laughs> man that's made a game going, "Here you go," and he's all, "Thanks." And that was it. 
Fucking pure <laughs> fucking hubris. Just us. <laughs> they just laid in the fucking low blows the whole fucking show. And now uh, everyone it... buys uh, buys their fucking games online anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the thing we were all raging about. Well, to be fair, I still buy a good chunk of my games physically. Mm. Um, but do you know why? Do, do you know it is true? Though the only reason I buy games physically, I will think to myself, "Oh, my mate Hutchie might like to try this. I'll buy it physically." Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. So Meanwhile, never. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone that plays on a PC was like, what's the big fuss about? I don't understand. <laughs> but then, didn't Steam do a thing where you can share your Steam library now anyway? Oh, you can, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Even Steam have figured out a much quicker and easier way to share your games than that mad thing Microsoft had planned for everybody. Yeah. Uh. Ah, uh, E3. Aye. R.I.P. Or don't. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't care about E3. You just want to know what's coming out, that's all. Yeah. It's all marketed anyway. I always hated the people pretending to play games. Like... Oh, Jesus, you just reminded me of the fucking, uh, was it a Microsoft one where it was like they're all playing Call of Duty and it's a bunch of boys just fucking like, it's Snoop Dogg and all, and they're just pied off their face. Oh, And, uh, and it's Snoop like, was there? Uh, it, it, and it's like it showed Snoop Dogg and he's just running into a wall. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what's going on. I'm pretty sure Terry Crews was at that one as well and he was pretty big. Uh, uh, oh, just fucked, eh? um, <laughs> brilliant. But we'll still get oh. that with Summer Games Fest, I'm sure. Oh, uh, that'll all continue. Sure. The I, cringiness I, was always when they had like a quote unquote group of friends playing like a co op game and they would all talk like this was like a big deal. And you're like, no one talks like this when you're playing a co op game. It's like, oh, we got a guy behind us, we got to take him out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like, hey, there's a fucker behind us. You know, get him. You know? It's mm. like, kill the cunt. Like, they know what that, that... You know, you'd have got my respect more if you'd have talked like a normal person playing a game. I'd have been like, ah, oh, it looks good, crack air. They see the whole pretending it's... Like, this is how we get on. That ragged my shit more than anything. Yeah. Sorry, always, I know that was be, a rant. Ubisoft was always a fan of that <laughs> shit. The fucking division the first time they showed it. Oh, I ended up just turning the thing off. I was all oh, this is fucking shite. Uh anyway. yeah, anyway. Uh Rocksteady is warning people <laughs> about spoilers for Suicide Squad. Because <laughs> there's leaks. I don't think no one ca- <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> This is very, it's very disappointing to see details being shared ahead of the game's release. Yep. Fuck off. Meanwhile, every gamer's just looking at Warner Brothers, giving them the middle finger, going, ah, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's an hour thing. It's Warner, so uh, fuck you. Fuck you, Warner. Much of them Harley Quinn skins going to be. 
Uh, exactly. For your uh, uh, not alive game. Uh, for your not alive game. Uh, it, I'm sorry. This game, you, you just know it's going to be trash as well. It looks like Anthem. <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be absolute shite. Sort of. <laughs> It's a shame. These are the guys that it did uh, Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's them guys too. But to be fair, I don't think they even realized what made Arkham Asylum good. No, because basically uh, every game got worse. Yeah. Here's a big uh, clunky Batmobile. It's like, oh yeah. no thanks. Maybe Arkham City. I still prefer Arkham Asylum, but def- you can definitely see the improvements Arkham City made on like, yeah, just the combat and stuff. You are right, though. Asylum is the best. Uh, well, that's why it's definitely my favorite one. I played mm-hmm. them recently. All of them. I'm, act- I'm actually playing through Arkham Origins at the moment. Ooh. Mm. That's actually pretty good, you know? That's one that's not Rocksteady. Yeah, that's the other guys. Um, but they they have this cool... I don't know if you've ever played Orange, or I keep calling it Oranges for the, <laughs> the, by mistake. But they've done this whole cool thing where you actually do like this whole detective part where you're like looking at crime scenes and solving shit and figuring out how this worked and this worked and this worked and all. Like, that's actually really cool. Mm. You know, because he's meant to be the world's greatest detective, but everyone forgets about the detective part. <laughs> Does it go into more than turn on detective vision and see the glowy thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more than that. It's more than that shit. Like that's what I mean. It's like an actual, you know, you have to figure shit out. No. So that's what I thought was always cool about uh, Origins. Uh, yeah, I haven't actually played that one though. Um pretty good. So it was lying when I said I played them all. Uh do you ever a while back someone uh, claim to have hacked and stolen a bunch of stuff from Insomniac Games. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, well, they've dumped all the shit. Um, they they were asking for well, this was just a couple of weeks ago. They were trying to ransom it, and they were asking for fifty bitcoins. Because of course they were. Of course they were asking for bitcoins. Um, which is about two million dollars. Uh, and I'm guessing. And guessing Sony were like, God, wait, fuck. Uh, so they've they've stuck that stuff up. Um, 1.67 terabytes of data, uh, and which contains like 10-year plans for Insomniac. Um, stuff with the Wolverine game. Um, details about the agreement with Marvel. Right. Which, hence, more games coming. Internal HR documents, fun stuff. Right. Um, and then, like, there's some pers- personnel stuff as as well. Um, which is a bit that that's that's where it gets fucked up with like some people's personal mm. details. Um, one of the the voice actors, Spider Man, uh, Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah, that's actually Spider-Man himself. Oh, right, right. Um, not sure exactly what. This article on uh, 
Uh, VGC doesn't give any details on the stuff that's actually leaked. Um, yeah. Probably for legal reasons. I was about to say for legal reasons. Uh. <laughs> or they probably haven't got their, their hands on it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, they've got like uh, stuff like fucking employee pass- passports and, and shit like that. It's messed up. Um, yeah. How'd that happen? Hmm. That's a it's odd one how you'd be able to get your hands on that information. I'm trying to ransom it off as wild stupid as well, but it'd be the personal stuff more than anything at the end of the day. You know, you can fucking turn around and go, oh, we've got the 10-year plan for Insomniac, yada, yada. It's like, this does you no good. The fucking game isn't out. It's not like having this is going to let you play this game early. All you're doing is getting excited for something that you're not going to see for a decade. Good for you, mm. I guess. But the, the, the personal shit, nah, that's fucking wrong, that shit. Yeah. Well, it's out there now. Hmm. So they said it was 98% of the stolen data. Um, that 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 was actually put out there. Um, right. And they said uh, it was not sold data that was uploaded. So if, it, if that's 98%, that means they sold something to someone. Yeah. Which makes up 2%. Um, and I don't know why you would want to buy what they're doing for the next 10 years uh so that's that's sort of shit that happens it's usually people's personal details that are being bought fuck Uh, um there's a bit of a diner but uh different things uh better better things um this isn't leaks per se um so partly the elden ring dlc is out in february yeah this was this was like an accidental sort of slip of the tongue i think <laughs> Yeah, from from themselves. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it, it was technically a controller from Thrustmaster. Yes. Um, That's gonna that, coincide with the. Yeah, so I don't know if it was, it was either Bandai Namco or Thrustmaster who has done this. Um, so they announced like special Thrustmaster controller, uh, Elden Ring controller. Um, which will sync with the new Shadow of Earth Tree expansion and they're out in February. Uh, so everyone's like, ah, so DLC is out in February. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, I will play it. Yes, everyone's going to be losing their <laughs> shit that day. Here's the real question. Can you get Shell an Elden Ring controller? Uh... What's it, have we seen pictures no. of these the controllers? No. It's just a retail listing. Um, it's just the, the front cover. Like, it's just the Elden Ring, you know, that poster. Um, yeah. It just says it'll controller. All on, it'll depend on how good the D-pad is. You used a D-pad for Elden Ring. You're only allowed to play Elden uh, Ring with this controller, by the way. Oh. 
<laughs> I would not buy any controller if the D-pad was no good, you see? I'd be like, I need to be able to use it for everything. I don't even know what... Uh, let me see here. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, what? <laughs> I'm just looking at Thrustmaster controllers. Um, so they got, like, these replaceable... It's called the E-Swap. Oh, uh, yep, that seems to be the... Right, so it's either one of those, which is, oh, is actually it's for it's cheaper than the first party stuff. Um, right. So you're looking at e, e swap XR Pro controller, uh, Forza Horizon Five Edition is 180 dollars. So that's a branded one. So you're probably uh, you're probably looking at that sort of. Oh, right, but it's got, like, a special fucking analog stick that, that works like a steering wheel. That seems like it would be fucking nuts. Yeah. Why would you ever want to use that? Uh, it's like a wee dial. That's the worst possible way to play a racing game. What the fuck? <laughs> um, hey, you seem to be able to swap out the, the D-pad and all. Oh, so... You know the way they always say, like, that, uh, I like, you like the PlayStation with the D, because the D pad's higher up. Yes. But then the Xbox, the analog stick is higher up, which yeah. feels better. You can switch the two positions. Oh, nice. So, mm. so yeah, that's what you can swap. I'm, I might have to look into one of these bad boys. But then they also have uh, a 35 pound. Uh, give this to your wee brother controller. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it could be one of those. Uh, hmm, I might have to look into one of them controllers. So that actually sounds really, really handy. Hmm. Well, I guess it. Yeah, as you say, it all depends on what that D-pad feels like. Hmm. That's true. It looks like a PlayStation D-pad. I always like a PlayStation D-pad. I love how this started with Elden Ring, and now we're talking D-pads. Aye. Well, they started it. I'm talking about controllers. <laughs> true, true. The whole thing's about a controller. Um. <clears throat> yeah, hopefully this is... Uh, this is accurate, and it's not just a controller. <laughs> that would be sweet, eh? Because when did Elden Ring come out? 2021? Yeah, it's been a while. This DLC is going to be some job, eh? I hopefully it should be pretty substantial. Usually, so this is its only DLC. Um, Actually, this makes sense. February 2022 was Elden Ring. So two years later could be the DLC. Could have made a whole other game by now. <laughs> Well, they did. They made Armored Core. <laughs> well, I guess that's right. Um, oh, what's that? Nope. We've already done that story. That's just more concept order from Time Splitters 2. <laughs> um, yeah, well, the last the... story was what we were already talking about. Um, go on, stop sniffing your Steam Deck when it's blowing hot air into your face. Did you hear that, everyone listening? Stop it. <sighs> Valve have told you to stop it. Just stop it. 
What it, uh, like uh, people are saying like it's it smells really good. That's the whole thing around it, and they've been like asking Valve to release like a scented candle and shit <laughs> that what? smells smells like the Steam Deck. Are you fucking? Hang on, right? Or a for cologne? scientific purposes. For scientific purposes, give me a second here. Oh Jesus, do don't hurt yourself, no, though. It smells like it smells like plastic. <sighs> It it smells like that. It it just smells like hot air from a fan. I'm sorry. You got it switched on. I'm using it to do the podcast. Oh right, okay. Yeah, maybe the uh, whoever owned yours before smelled it all up already. That's all. That's the only reason he bought. That's the only reason he bought it. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I can think of is maybe maybe it needs a high demand game. Because to be honest, you know, I'm only using Discord. It's not exactly working hard at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing something's burning. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's gonna be a it's gonna be a warm, you know, a, you know, something heating up type smell. That's all it's gonna be. People are nuts. Release a scented candle of your fucking burning plastic. <sighs> Please refrain from this behavior for the safety of your health. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe That's, Valve have to tell people this. The, the official Valve. Uh, I think I was like, was like from a Reddit thread where someone was on about, I love smelling this thing, and and someone from Valve must have seen it and said, please stop that, you fucking idiot. I know. Oh right. Oh no! It was it was a fucking someone raised a support ticket and asked, is it safe to inhale the exhaust fumes from the top oh of the stage deck? <laughs> They're like, no, don't do that. So there you go. You know, imagine when Valve were making this thing, they were like, um, do you think, do you think we'll be all right with the with the the valves up the top? No pun intended. And he'd be like, I know it's going to be stupid enough to sit and sniff a fucking you know a handheld games console. And I'm sure everyone in the office went, ah, that's a good point. No one would be stupid enough to do that. Forgetting that there's 8 billion people on this planet, which means someone, you know, statistically someone or many people are going to be stupid enough to do this. You know, you just sure. can't take a, a judging from 20 people in a room and go, well, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, all right, then. Sure. When the Switch released. Oh, God. One of the first things came out was that the... The carts, like the way the, the game cartridges taste really yeah. bad because they were coated in oh the thing. So that means someone stuck <sighs> one of those. In. Actually, I remember, I, I know who that was. That was Jeff Gersman. He did that. Why did he do it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> um, so apparently the OLED model doesn't smell the same. <laughs> So, so mine's going to be what highly sought after. Yes, you might be able to upgrade just by selling that for an incredibly inflated price. You mean like original smell Steam Deck? Original smell Steam Deck. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like people are absolutely bonkers. Right. Enough of that. Let's uh, talk about wrestling. Mm, from one bonkers thing to another. Wrestling's. Very sensible compared to that. Yes. 
Uh, I guess first we need to talk about Kenny. Kenny Omega. Yeah. I've been reading about it today, hey? Yeah. So he has been diagnosed with uh, diverticulitis. That's pretty much how I would pronounce it. Um, which is a... It's a problem with your large intestines. And it's pretty serious and usually requires surgery. Um, so he is out. So basically what's happened here is he's been having abdominal pain. Assuming it was a her- the, the hernia that he had before. Um, that's what had him out. And... Had that match with Ethan Page while feeling like this? Yeah, I uh, can't believe that now. Yeah, it's it's nuts. And then on the following Wednesday, he did that promo, and then after that, he went to the doctor, and they put him straight into hospital. So yeah, he, he's lucky he went when he did. Yep. Uh, so that's that's probably Kenny out for a good long while. So you were saying this was the same thing that Lesnar had, yeah. Um, that ended his UFC career. So this is this is nothing to be fucking taken lightly, like. Mm. But uh, the right said that Lesnar was still able to wrestle. If you yes. call that wrestling, uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, Tony Khan was talking about it in the, the Ring of Honor final battle media scrum. He did say uh, he was optimistic, or he said there's reason to be optimistic. Um, which hopefully he's not just fucking yanking at everyone's chain there. And yeah. He, he, he was like, uh, well, leave it to Kenny to, to provide the updates on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the other right thing. You don't want to be talking about somebody else's health. Yeah. Like, uh, that, that was the whole thing with, uh, you know, with Brody Lee as well, they didn't talk about yep. any of that and uh, kept it private, which I think the same should go for, for Kenny Omega. 100%. It's not really any of our goddamn business. No. I know Kenny himself basically put out one message. Uh, the picture was him in his hospital bed. And he says, listen, folks, just to let you know this is what's happening. Uh, I'm going to be out indefinitely. Uh, speak soon. And that's it. You know, I no doubt we'll hear from him when he's ready to let us know what's happening, but geez, wish him all the best. He, he, I would hate, would hate for anything serious to happen. Not, not because you know, not for my own selfish reasons, but you know yourself, someone like Kenny, they would want their final match to be something that they want to go out with. You know. Mm. Uh, uh, I, 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 well, the last match he's had so far have crowned him the best wrestler in Canada. So. That's true. <laughs> He's the king of Canada. King of Canada. <laughs> yeah, Kenny's probably my favorite wrestler around today. So, you know, I do hope he gets better and is able to get back yeah. in the ring. He's he's the best in the world, look. He really is. I know there's an argument for so many other people, but I just don't think anyone can do it like Kenny Omega. Mm. 100%. Um, it's dynamite in Texas, mm. Win- and it's winter is coming. 
So I don't know what that means anymore. No. <laughs> but we did have yeah, more... Uh, originally, it was like a Sting debut. Yeah, well, no. originally it was like always big title matches. So you had the Sting debut and you had the Kenny Moxley, you know, the whole big, oh, I'm away to impact thing. Yeah. And then a year after you had... I don't remember what you had a year after. And the second year, I can't remember. The third year was obviously freaking Starks and MJF. You know, they just MJF had just got the belt, so Starks was going for a title shot. So there was always like a big title shot thing on the line. But yeah, nothing really. I suppose that, as you say, that the, the Continental Classic sort of dominating everything, which is how it should be. Mm. Yeah, oh, 100%. Uh, that's on should be the the entire focus. It is the entire focus of all, all the shows right now. That's how you make the the tournament matter, which it has. Um, but before tournament stuff, uh, Smojo comes out, and we, we saw MGF getting laid out last week, uh, and he he reckons he knows who did it because it, it was like ah, uh, it was a beer bottle. Uh, Hangman drinks beer. <laughs> Of a certain brand of beer. He did say it was a certain brand of beer that a certain cowboy likes to drink. I'm just glad Joe's not a detective. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and then Hangman comes out. Um, and they have a bit of a face-off. And then, uh, fucking... Uh, Roddy Strong comes out and he's trying to say, "No, Joe, he's Hangman's being framed. Come on!" And Excalibur comes out with one of my favorite lines of the night, where he goes, "Was that Roderick Strong or Peter Falk?" And I was like, "Colombo reference." <laughs> that flew right over my head. Oh, okay. I was all class. But yeah, then we get a, a really good match between Hangman and. Roddy Strong. Yeah. Um, it was very good. Uh, this gave Paige uh, a win, which he hasn't had in a while. Mm, that crowd as well. That, that Roderick Strong is wild over as well. So he is. Yes, I. <laughs> um, interestingly, he wins with the dead eye here. Yeah. Obviously, because uh, Roderick was sort of beating the shit out of his arm so he, he wasn't able yeah. he was thinking you know, that the buckshot was off the table <laughs> but obviously Roddy's thing is his neck as well so he's like well fuck you mm. dead out I got another reason he went for that as well is that you notice every time he even hinted at doing uh, oh, yeah. doing the, the, the laureate uh, he, he would get grabbed by Taven or the Aye. other boy um, <laughs> so I was like oh, fuck that just drop you in your head instead. <laughs> yep. Didn't want to break your neck, but your boys made me do it. <laughs> um, a blue league match on dynamite. Hmm. What is this? Andrade <laughs> El Idolo, um, against Brody King. Very hard hitting affair. Very hard hitting affair. Um, I kind of liked how this wrapped up, though, because, uh, well, Andrade was being a shit. Andrade has oh. be, been being, be, he has been a shit 
Um, yes, yes. Because this uh, is how winning his matches against Danielson. He went straight for the fucking eye uh, and wouldn't let up. Uh, yep. And this time he. It's good though, I mean, like you couldn't take Brody King down, so yes, they undo the turnbuckle and, and Brody yep. gets fucking dropped face first onto it. Yep. Um, which allows uh, Elidolo to then do his, his hammerlock DDT. Um, yeah. There's no other way Brody would go down. Yeah, it, it's uh, like. It, if you're gonna have a guy who's a monster, you can't have yep. him losing clean, or at least uh, not not decisively lose anyway. Uh, yeah, because we'll get to that in a bit. But uh, um, Andrade picks up the, the three points. Brody King, Brody, Brody King loses. Hmm, that's his first, for the fir- loss first loss of the tournament. Uh. Von Eriks are backstage cutting oh, yeah. god awful promo. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Danhausen comes in to save the whole thing. Yes. Danhausen. And Cassidy's like offers him a, to, to team up with him and, and Danhausen Trump as a betrayal. Oh, what the fuck we're standing right here? I'm just laughing my horse up at that. <laughs> <laughs> the betrayal is real. <laughs> Trent's like, we're right here. We're right here. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Eh? I yep. love Trent. Eh? Oh, he's fantastic. Um, yeah. So Von Eriks, they're in. We're in Texas, I guess. I guess these Von Eric crowd are are popular there. Um, yeah. I don't think. Do you anyone... have any sort of thing nope. for the Von Eriks? Nope. I same. I don't think anyone does outside of Texas, to be honest. They're very popular in Texas. Um, That's it. But Kevin Von Eric wrestled with no shoes on. And you know how I feel about that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I mean, it's a tragic story. Mm. But uh, I don't think they, they were, they never got huge on like the world stage. It was very much in the territories that's where where they were big uh specifically in texas but they have that film coming out with zach afron in it uh that's out like very soon um so that's 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 why they're there so they've set up this match for rampage which i did did watch um did you did you watch rampage i did uh what do you think their their match that was grand. Yeah, it was it was fine. Um that fucking you, terrible on the mic. <laughs> oh uh, the, they, in Daddy they, Magic you had Hager and Coolhand, so you knew that they at least had three competent opponents like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but but like they do come across as like pure fucking territories nineteen eighties baby baby faces. Yeah. That's hundred yeah. percent what they are, like just fucking minus charisma. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. We get the uh, the promo that I mentioned with uh, what Kenny uh, and Jericho. Mm. Ah. Jericho can be such a fucking corny fuck sometimes. I know. <laughs> um and. Yeah, you sort of like 
Caddy's definitely not with it in this either. No. And that, yeah. that, ex, that explains it. Um, I like that they end those Starks going off on one. Yeah. I do like fired up Starks on the mic, hey? Yep. F- fucking crowd got behind it as well. Jericho's trying to come up with a name. Those are the absolute a-holes. Yeah. The Rick and the Dick. Or the yep. big Billy Starks. And the crowd was like, uh, shut the fuck up, Jericho. <laughs> I love that, though, that there was no reaction. And uh, Starks even goes, yep, that one went, went over everybody's head. Good job. <laughs> I didn't mind the big Billy Starks one though. <laughs> um, yeah, and Jericho says Starks is a less charismatic version of Enzo Amore. That was him being desperate after being no sold by the crowd because that got a reaction out of them. But it was more of like, yeah. oh Jesus, um, he said that name. Uh, it's fucking. <laughs> Just, just weird out promo. We start sort of saving it there at the end. Yeah. Uh, but we're not getting that much now, so there we no. go. Uh, yeah, Tony Storm uh, commentating the next Oh, she match. was brilliant. Threatening to replace the entire commentary team. Yep. Uh, and the matches. The... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I got, I loved it when Excalibur got her to read the line and she just sort of went, it's sting. <laughs> <laughs> um, Riho comes back to beat Ruby Soho. Yep. Oh, Ruby getting beat a lot these days. She is actually getting a bit of a beating, which she obviously brings up. Uh, was it Rampage? She brought that up. So yeah, uh, uh, good to see Riho again. It is. I. Uh, it was a good wee match. Probably could have used a bit more time. Mm, true. Uh, something something Wardlow. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, was him just slabbering again. Yeah. Yeah. God, he says he's going to do something about the Archangel Michael. I don't know what. Who's 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 that? Oh, he go. That's right. He was going all Bible, just like the Archangel <laughs> Michael. He was. He, <laughs> Who he was that his, guy his ever beat? <laughs> um, exactly. He, he couldn't even beat Lucifer. That that's a really bad example, buddy. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah, the Archangel Gabe, or Michael tries to take down Lucifer, and Lucifer's all I get the fuck. <laughs> Jobs I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can even put wrestling terms to the Bible. Um, Roosh beat Jay Lethal. No surprises there. Um, he done it wild quick as well. Yeah, like normally the the Continental Classic matches are usually very back and forward, you know, good sort of oh geez, how's this gonna go? But Rush just fucking kicked Jay Lethal's head off, and that's uh, like zero points for for Jay Lethal. Um, and also the the match after that, Switchblade Jay White, um, Mark Briscoe, um, Briscoe putting up a bit more of a fight. Yeah, 
but still, uh, Switchblade takes him down, and that's them both on zero points. But I did like the wee promo bit after. Um, I don't know what if that. I'm not sure if that was shown on Dynamite or was Rampage, but it's uh, Briscoe backstage, and they're all like, oh, "What's you? How are you feeling? <laughs> zero points." Rampage, yeah. Uh, and he's all like hey man i'm going out there just to fight because that's what i do and this is my rookie year in singles so it's all good man yep. and then then we get jay lethal coming up and they're like right may the best he sends away uh, the fucking jarts and what have you mm. <laughs> say like, may the best man one which yeah, yeah, i thought that was, that was pretty, pretty nice cool. yep i can see lethal doing a, a bit of a face turn soon yeah, I think that's what's what we're gearing up to here. It's like I don't know. Like he might he might get a run in Ring of Honor. I would say on his own. I don't think he's mm. suddenly going to be challenging for the AEW title or anything. But um, yeah, he'll get he'll get away from from Jarrett, who is holding him back. Uh. <laughs> and then we got Moxley versus Swerve. Um. <laughs> And brilliant this was uh, a great great match god I, moxley's just so fucking good and so is swerve and then you yeah. put them together and you get a really good match um Max was saying, don't know what interview it was, but he was saying that this is a match he'd been looking forward to for a long time because he's a huge fan of Swerve. And he's like, I've been wanting to work with this guy for fucking ages and I finally got to do it. And I, he, he basically says, we know we didn't disappoint. We know we put a blinder on. So Yeah. They did. It was like the two couldn't, uh, they couldn't get the, the best each other. Um, mm. uh, and we get the, like Swerve... Just keeps coming back at uh, Moxie and can't put each order. And then uh, Moxie ends up like cheating. There's a bit of controversial yeah. finish. Um, because he, he, he grabs his trunks, and I don't know if this was intentional, but uh, Swerve had his shoulder up. Oh, uh, and no, then right, they could, they could do something with that. Yeah. And then Moxie's right at the end, he's like, whatever it takes into the camera. That's right, and he kisses, ah, whatever it takes, yeah. kiss the camera. So that's Eng Box, as he's always said, you know, he's, he'll fucking win any means necessary, so mm. I liked it. He got the, a very pissed off looking swerve, so he was selling it, so it was obviously uh, uh, part of the plan. Hey, we could, uh, I don't, I'm not sure, that could still be your final. I could actually, yep, I could, because so, the top two go through and have a match now. Yep, which was news to me this week. And then at the end of uh, Dynamite, uh, right after this match, we cut the backstage, and it's the devil and his henchmen beating up uh, Adam Page. Yep, they put him through the windshield. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? One of the henchmen, though, looked very Joe-sized. You reckon? I don't know if that's legit who it's going to be, but maybe for the purposes of lifting Hangman and putting him through a windshield, they were like, we need a big guy to do this, so here, Joe, do you want to be a henchman for a couple of minutes and put so, Hangman through a window for me? So I'm looking at the Wrestling Observer's recap of the show, and mm -hmm. they do put in some wee sort of 
editorializing bits. And they say uh, one of the builds of the henchmen were the size of Brody King. And it almost looked oh, like he had, a, he had a back tattoo when he was tackling Paige. So could it end up being the House of Black? Fuck. Could be Actually, anybody. I, uh, Joe <laughs> King. It was, it was a big guy anyway, because they lifted Hangman up and put him through the windshield. I figured it was just for the purpose of that segment. Or it could be like they're different people every week because it's just like, we don't know who it is yet. I hope uh-huh. they don't fucking hire power this. I'm going to be so oh. fucking pissed off. No. Unless it actually is Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Fucking fuck hell. Takes off the mask and says, Here was me! As long as we have JR com- back on commentary so he can go, Son of a bitch! <laughs> um... Yeah, well, Moxie's on 12 points, Swear's on 9, um, Roosh is on 6, um, Switchblade's on 9. Uh, so, what's the, it's uh, Moxley and Jay White versus um, Swerve and Roosh? Yes, and then it's Briscoe and Lethal. I can see Swerve beating Roosh, well, <coughs> I don't know. Mm. So if Moxie beats Switchblade, I'll leave him on nine. Moxie's through in a way. He's he's in the yeah. semis. Uh, if and, and uh, Roosh beats Swerve, that's three guys on nine points. Hmm. What then? <laughs> I could see Switchblade playing a dirty shite and actually beating Mox. Uh, he's, he's kind of the guy that keeps saying hey, this tournament stuff's no bother to me. I know mm. what I'm doing and all. Yeah, we could end up with a tie somewhere. that will need to go to a tie break situation sort of thing. Mm. Um, ah, instead of it being like a, a one-on-one for the final, it could end up being a fucking three or four way. Where the fuck is me Rampage results? There they are. Because um, I actually watched Rampage this week. We, we talked about the, the Von Eric match. That was sort of throw away, get the Von Erics on TV grand. Um, Kyle Fletcher and Powerhouse Hobbs are a tag team now, I guess. Um, just the family. Well, yeah, they can just do whatever fucking combination of who's in the the Don Callis family is a tag team, basically. Um, Anna J beat red velvet fair enough yep. um then did you see this main event fuck me amazing uh, uh, it was very very good very good lucha match uh top yep. flight uh, uh, straight up lucha match yep yeah uh penta il zero penta um vikingo and commander and this was just fucking it was lots of nope. flips and stuff, but it was really well done. Yeah, it yeah. didn't. It didn't feel like just spot, 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 spot. It, it all made sense, uh, and yep. there was enough going on where there was never any point where it was like, oh, it was like everyone was sitting around waiting for a guy to do a flip. Yeah, yeah. 
you know what um, I thought was a cracking bit as well when they slowed down? Remember that it was, I think it was Penta and Darius were chopping and then Dante ran in, chopped, and then Vikingo ran in, chopped, and then Axon Andretti ran in, chopped, Commander ran in, chopped. All six of them were in the ring and they were just chopping the shit out of each other to sort of just slow it down for a bit as well. It was just class the way that each one mm. was just joined by their team member. I thought that yeah, was very cool. Then it was all just like fucking went to... Let's all beat the shit out of each other, and you got them all doing super kicks, clotheslines, and all. And um, flies and everything. <laughs> just all, all in, uh, in sync. Um, yeah, top flight and Android uh, action and ready win this. Mm. So uh, looks like they're getting a shot at the trios. Like goddamn time, them trios haven't been defended. I know. Well, I guess uh, that's because... Oh, that's right. <laughs> Put through a window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. So the devil and his henchmen fucked up the trio's champs. Um, <laughs> so on Collision, they straight away got into the, the Blue League match. Uh, Claudio and Andrade. Um, mm. This was hard hitting. Yeah, gooey match. Um, yeah, again, it was just a f- fucking chops and European uppercuts. Yep. Um, the surprise, though, um, was the fact that Claudio won. <laughs> I wasn't actually expecting that. It was, uh, I guess they're trying to keep the Blue League more open than the Gold yeah. League. Yeah. I really um, didn't see it. Again, Andrade was trying his fucking, you know, tear off the, the side of the, the turnbuckle thing. He was yeah, trying that again, but it, it just he, didn't work out for him this time. He did that shit again. Um, but he, he sort of got a <laughs> fucking kicked in the junk instead. Yep. <laughs> um, by Claudio, so he's not the only one that can cheat. I did love that because Claudio was obviously so big. When Andrade sold it, he lifted up about six foot off the ground. So much <laughs> some kicked him at that thing. Um, what did you think of Kevin Kelly's call? <laughs> oh, what was it he said again? He's all like, uh, and uh, Claudio goes, uh, "I don't know you, know you. That's my purse." Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Bobby Hill. <laughs> I don't know you. That's my purse. Kick to the groin. Bobby Hull. <laughs> I kicked him in the groin. I uh, forgot to mention there at the start, very start there, we see the Spanish announced team, uh, which is Thunder ah, yes. Rosa is there. Just, just uh, for, no, for no reason. It's just there's Thunder Rosa, the, the, the announced yep. for no specific reason. Sean or like, <laughs> it is I I'm pretty sure she's been there for weeks mm. if not months um, Abaddon glad to have Abaddon back yes. I missed Abaddon Brilliant. Brilliant. She, she was injured but she had been doing indies before she came back but I guess that makes sense mm. Wait, how long do we nearly kill the women's division before we bring you back uh. Um, she beats some somebody. Yep. Jasmine Allure. 
Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, wasn't much here. Uh, this is just pure squatch. But then we get the yep. the lights going out, and Julia's in the ring with her TBS title, and she's all like, "Ooh, you want this?" <laughs> um, puts the belt down, and then Abaddon uh, goes at her, and brawl ensues. Sky Blue comes running in, um, and then. Abaddon's two and one. Oh, Thunder Rosa's in the ring now. <laughs> yep. Thunder Rosa and Abaddon are friends. Uh, what? <laughs> what a fucking pair this is. Uh, yeah. Sky Blue at this point now is no longer wearing blue. She's full black now, so she is. So she just uh, sky, sky black. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, there's at least a match there for Julia and Sky, but. Abaddon yeah. and Thunder Rosa are like It's a hell of a tag team there. Skittles and fish. <laughs> and I love the like, Thunder Rosa offering the hand and Abaddon being like <laughs> then sh- shaking her hand. <laughs> the very Abaddon's talking more. Yeah, she is actually chatting. Like, when she's doing fucking cheaty stuff, she starts apologizing to the ref. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, where did this uh, next match come out of? The Orange Cassidy defending his international title. This happened the night before on Final Battle, apparently. Right. So this guy Brian Keith. So he is. uh, Is he a Texas guy? I think he is. Uh, that's he's, why he has that whole bounty hunter gimmick. I, I remember him. Uh, he was on something before. I think he's on the darker too. In in Texas. No, I remember being on. I'm pretty sure he's been on AEW TV before. Oh, you're big, right. He'd done, he done that special. Remember that, that weird one hour special like in 2020? I think Scorpio Sky was on it. He was defending. <laughs> remember that guy? Thanks. <laughs> I think Scorpio Sky was TNT champ at the time and he was defending his belt and you're right it was him it was the bounty hunter guy yeah so he was in that that TV title thing wasn't he the the elimination um yep for for Joe's fucking leftovers Joe's sloppy (laughs) seconds tournament not a tournament battle royal I'm fed up defending this um yeah the 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 Fucking crowd, we're in there, anyway. Um, yep, but it's a good match. It was a very good match. I enjoyed it. Guys, very good. It's hard, hard to like place what style of brass. I guess he's just a he's been a brawler. Yeah, yeah, a small brawler. Mm. But him and uh, Cassidy worked very well together. Yeah, he, he give uh, obviously Cassidy wins. Mm. Um, he gives me hot tip at the end. He does tip at a hat. <laughs> um, what was Miro? Oh yeah, he's like fuck, the, fuck you. I'm just gonna kill Andrade when he's done talking to himself. Uh, Madman. Yep. 
R.I.P. Mm. Andrade. And then Roderick Strong is coming after Commander. I thought Commander <laughs> was going to have to cut a promo there, but he got saved by Roderick Strong. <laughs> FTR come out looking like they've and it, been been in a car accident. They look like they've been hit by a fucking truck. Jesus Christ, eh? And then you learned they basically have been hit by a truck because they had a match with Mox the night before. <laughs> <laughs> they earned their money that night. They fucking did. Um, Apparently that is a very good match. So, so I might actually uh, uh, check out that particular match from the pay-per-view. And then they're all like, uh, they're 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 there to call out House Black, and they're like, "Ah, uh, you're jealous. Come out and say it to your face." And it's like, "Have you do you know how House of Black operates? They're 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 not the say it to your face kind of fucking guys." Uh, uh so we get course, my- <laughs> this this promo was fucking brilliant though. So they appear on the screen. Buddy Matthews is all, "You think this is personal?" Do you think this is, you know, we're out to get you, but we're not. We love you. (laughs) No one else has your back. No one's came out to save you. We'll have your back. And then fucking Malachi's all, I'm going to burn your family. (laughs) (laughs) No, not the family. (laughs) Not the family. Oh, no, you've done it, Malachi. You burned a picture (laughs) of Dax's family. Uh. Uh. Um, I don't know yeah. when that match will take place. They'll have to wait for Dax's face to heal, I guess. Yeah, I say that. Uh, that's probably one for World's End. Uh, the, actually, if it wasn't, it'd probably be a decent replacement for the Jericho Big Bill tag thing. Mm. Mm. So, how do you think this plays out? FDR ain't joined the house flag. That's fucking nuts. No, they would. They, they would not suit the house up. Can you imagine them boys coming out to that heavy metal, <laughs> trying to wear hoods and all, and be all mysterious and pagan god? Dax Harwood would be sitting there biting his lip, not to talk about his family. The whole thing they're getting out here is like uh, no one likes you, and um, and they're obviously having like no one likes you because you're you're punk guys, and uh, yep. so no one's coming to save you. Blah blah blah. What do you think are the chances that someone will come and save them? And that someone will be the Young Bucks? Fuck. Now, now that goes against the rumors about them coming back as super heels, but it was also it was Dave Meltzer that said that, so fucking who knows? <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair, I kind of want the Young Bucks and FTR to be separated for a while again. I mm. I hope this rumor of super heels is true because the Bucks are at their best when they're being shit bastards, hey? Uh, this is true. But... And yeah, well. You see, I've, I've heard rumors as well that... So remember I was telling you a while back that Aubrey Edwards was saying she wants to do her spot where she gets kicked in the head? Mm-hmm. Who better to do it? That'll get you heat for sure. Oh, fuck I. Like, your brother's about to be counted to three. You can't reach him, so you just boot the ref in the face. <laughs> With the thumbtack shoe. 
But oh Jesus Christ. Exploding thumbtack shoes. <laughs> we get Keith Lee. Yay! Um they they recap his match at the uh, final battle where he's uh, able to finally put all his fucking shit and Taylor nonsense to rest. Yep. Which is like, all right. Um and Lexi Nair is like, oh well, you're referring to him. Now you beat Shane Taylor, so what next? And he's like, him? Shane Taylor? Uh, nah, it's not him. It's Swerve. <laughs> I'm coming <Yeah>. for you. <laughs> like, fucking <laughs> finally. Do you know how long they give them to as well in that pay per view? 15 seconds? 15 minutes? Nah, uh, yeah, that's fine, I think. Shane Taylor, I'm surprised he's able to go 15 minutes. Oh, I thought you were saying that was too short. No, who the I, fuck I'm is surprised. Shane Taylor? <laughs> I have no idea who this guy is. I know he's like, like Keith Lee back in the day and Ring of Honor and all that. Yeah. Come on, uh, Keith Lee should be vying for that spot that Swerve's in now. Yep. But the, th- the thing is, now Swerve has fucking left him in the dust. Yeah, that's the problem. Swerve's fucking hit the stratosphere. Yeah, he's so, hitting that main event level. He's going to be going for that 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 title. Um, you know what Keith Lee's going to have to do then? The he's going to people? Make his, he's going to have to make his way through the whole mogul embassy. Yeah, he's going to, they're going to have to do stuff for him to make him a worthy opponent for Swerve. Because mm-hmm. you yeah. don't want to just get a thing, uh, just be an Oars victim for Swerve. Um, so, yeah, it's it's... Like, I'm glad it's been brought up again. Uh, it's fucked up that it took so long. There must be something else to that. that like, maybe was Keith Lee sick again or, or, or something like that, that, that it was done to protect him. It's the only explanation. You wouldn't have just left that. Mm. There must be something that we don't know about of why this took so long. Uh, it's the only thing I can think of. Has to be, man. Has to be. Because he hasn't exactly been doing a lot since he's been back as well, either. Yeah. Yeah, because he was in tag matches a lot. Taylor Um, matches, like, his first... Yeah. Yeah. Then this was his first proper hang, I guess, when they finished off up. So hopefully he's all okay now and ready ready to fucking get started. Ready to rock. Maybe he's the devil. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. (laughs) Have you? I was like, you've seen the devil. It's like, keep yeah, I know. <laughs> but he could do that thing. He could do that thing. You know where he likes to slowly come up behind people. The devil could take the mask off, and Keith Lee just comes up from behind, and that's it. He somehow becomes the devil. Yeah. Uh, I should probably mention the way the. Uh, uh, the way they did that was a, a lot better than what I made it out to be. So we, we get the key oh, yeah. package, and Lexi Nair's like, uh, he's like, well, or he tells Lexi Nair's like, uh, uh, Shane Taylor wasn't him. And then it's later after a Brian Cage squash match. Um, yes. The Mogram's and Prince Nana's all um, doing his wearing the money because Swerve's going to win the Continental Classic and whatever. Uh, then Keith Lee comes up to him and says, uh, tell him that my patience is running out. And then just walks away. And you're like, oh, right. Yes, it's Swerve. 
Wait. You know, I forgot I forgot about that grit fucking nickname Brian Cage has for himself as well. The vanilla gorilla. I love that <laughs> nickname. <laughs> See, that's what Brian Cage used to do. Just go off shouty fucking nonsense promos. That's what you should do. Just go study Scott Steiner. That's all he needs to do. <laughs> um, what about this fucking street fight? Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, this came out of Chris Statlander, Will Nightingale uh, taking on Mercedes Martinez and Diamante in a fucking violent as fuck street fight. It was really this good. Bonkers, hey? Brilliant, hey? I love the fact that they came down dressed as the, uh, was it the Crazy 88s? <laughs> no, no, they were Vince yeah, was, Vega yeah. and they did, the brief, they did the briefcase part of the their entrance and all. Didn't That's really right. play, but I get it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I really enjoyed this. Nah, it was fucking brilliant. Absolutely um, mad. Two women's matches? Two women's matches in one night. And then we follow up with oh. an horror woman segment. <laughs> Jesus. With Tony, Tony Storm. Well. The, uh, I love the fact that it was glass and tacks in the briefcase. And poor yeah. dad had to get her head just shoved uh, in. I just ground into it. Um, yeah, that's the rules. You bring it out, you're going into it. Well, uh, that's, that is the rules. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Tony Storm Mariah May is like um, Mariah May's asking her to watch her match and Tony Storm is just being a dick. Be like, I'm very yep. busy. I'm very busy. Or she asked her to do <laughs> commentary. Oh, yes. Um, Adam Copeland, well, what do you feel about him challenging Christian again? But they no disqualification nah. match. It's like, come on, man. You got your, take, you, you nah. got your shot. Get the fuck take out. Take your loss, you jobber. Get to the back of the line. Yep. Well, the only good thing is if it's... Yeah? Sorry. What was that? You completely Cammy. cut out. Oh, Cammy? sorry. I was just saying... Uh, <laughs> no, no. I was saying... Um, if it's no DQ, he can't beat everybody. And then I just thought, oh, shit, actually, it's Tony Khan booking it. Can he actually beat everybody? He'll just beat Luchasaurus, Nick Wade, Nick Wade's Ma, and Christian all on the same night. <laughs> Nick Wade's Ma. Oh, he shouldn't win. No. Um. Right, we should get to wrapping this up. Um. Two matches left on the show, both uh, in the Blue League. We had Eddie Kingston beating uh, Danny Garcia. Um, that was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, Garcia losing again, but it was, it was like he just would not stay down. No. Um, it took. Kingston struggled. Yeah, it took everything. <laughs> Kingston had to, to put him down. Um, but Garcia just kicking out everything the whole way through. Um, but yeah, can't get it in, in the end. And then we have uh, Danielson uh, against Brody King. Um, Brody King just going for the eye. <laughs> It's it's hard to fucking watch, eh? Um, Jesus, and it's just like he's not blading there. That's just the fucking surgery wound getting fucking opened. Uh, It's just a part where he's like tore off the bandage. No, he's got him in the corner. He does his bite. Like King does the big fucking cannonball right onto his face, and you're like, 
Jesus. Yep. Danison, you a, are fucking insane. That's a big fucking man hitting you too. And then he did that thing he did the Andrade where he puts them on the outside on the chair and just fucking splashes them horizontally. Yeah. Um, I think he caught him right in the eye as well with that. Danson makes a comeback though. Um, we got Psycho knees uh, all over the place. Uh, he, he had to hit him with what, like three? Four? Yeah, and even then, he hit him? He... yeah. I was just gonna say earlier in the match. Do you remember he hit him with one, and Brody just kicked out at one. It was like, I nope, kicked out nope. at one. He's <laughs> a win or two, and then it's like he just about. It's two in a row at the or uh, three at the end, and it just about keeps it down. It's like he kicks out at three point oh one. Die. Um. Again, but, uh, like it's it's Brody King. Uh, I love the way they they showed Danielson at the end. Though. He was like in the corner, just looking absolutely wrecked. Like, fuck, I scraped by with that one. So it did. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just making him look like a monster. So that's the Blue League uh, ending up everything very close at this stage. Um, mm. So going into the final week of the, the league stage, you get uh, Danielson 9, uh, Elo at 9, uh, Castagnoli, Kingston and Brody at 6. It's anybody's game, eh? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Danielson versus Claudio. Right. <laughs> Is Claudio just going to lie down for him? <laughs> that, that would get you some heat if you did that. Oh, Jesus. And that guarantees his qualification then. Very, very un BCC like, though. <laughs> mm, would be. But, uh, I, I guess, uh, we've talked enough. That's enough. No, it's like we always end up going way longer on the wrestling than I think we're going to. Yeah, and but, probably to be fair, the, uh, I don't know if we'll be here next week because you know there's fucking yes, Christmas next week. Yeah, so. we're probably gonna skip next week, but uh, back in the new year, I don't know. Um, do, I do you really want to do the whole? But like we already know your favorite game was Resident Evil 4 mine was Baldur's Gate 3 there you go there's game of the year yeah true <laughs> done <laughs> I didn't watch done any films so fuck that uh, uh, yeah. best film this year was Turtles I'm telling you go watch it okay right but, right. see you next year see you next year <laughs> bye bye